Welcome to the Leader Think Podcast, where we discuss personal growth and concepts for improving organizational culture. This is your host, Philip Grison. As you increase your wisdom, I hope you enlighten others on your path towards greatness. If you want to go further, head over to leaderthink.com. Hey, everybody. We are in the midst of a new beginning. Whatever the other side of this looks like, I don't expect us to return to the old version of normal. I think we will arrive to a new version of normal. New beginnings are new opportunities. Many of my clients have told me how much smaller their workforces are, having to let people go, or just the struggles that come with working in an essential industry. There's an opportunity there, an opportunity to work on improving your culture an opportunity to grow yourself or rise in the ranks of your employer. Change and new beginnings are always new opportunities. Unfortunately, the brain doesn't always immediately embrace change. In fact, the brain usually interprets change as sadness and loss. We have all been presented with a new changing environment, like it or not, That is our circumstance, the unchangeable in our world. It is what it is. But this change is also an opportunity. We will be forced to adapt to a new way of doing work. But at the same time, we have the opportunity to improve ourselves, our culture, and those around us all at the same time. I've discussed before how most change efforts fail or struggle when we fail to address the emotional component. Today, I want to talk about the emotions that come with change and how we can engage them for a greater potential to succeed as we adapt to this new version of normal. Let's face it, change is hard. Change is painful. Change is melancholy. Change is typically associated with loss in the minds of your employees and your loved ones. Sure, some people who really have a handle on choosing their own thoughts can see the optimism and the opportunity that exists here, but most people interpret change as loss. They are giving something up. They're giving up an old way of life. The new way of life will most likely have a new set of rules that comes along with it. Rules we can get our hands slapped for, for not following either purposefully because of some political beliefs or just simply forgetting to follow the new rules. Those of you who study human performance, remember the blue line. We are living in the blue line right now. As a refresher, whenever the work changes, a new system is implemented, or we are placed in a new changing environment, humans are more likely to make mistakes or errors or violate rules. People are more likely to get hurt when the blue line takes a turn. Remember the blue line. The blue line tells us that not following a rule is more predictable to occur in these scenarios and very unlikely to be a true culpable behavior that deserves discipline. If ever there was a time to cut your people some slack for struggling to follow all the new rules that come with these changing times, that time is now. 
We have to sympathize with the loss people are feeling and show a little tolerance for the increase in human error that will occur in these changing times. But these rules must be followed to protect our people, right? Right. But people aren't robots, right? Right. Behavior is just a symptom of thought and emotion in the current circumstance, right? Right. Regardless of any rational technical reason you give someone for the need for a change, their brain is still processing it as a loss. They are giving something up at the same time that they are saying yes to all these new changes. If we are not sympathetic to that emotion going on in the minds of the worker, or our neighbor for that matter, then we are ignoring a driving force behind the behaviors of the people that we're trying to influence. We have to give attention and sympathy to that emotion. Ignoring it doesn't make it go away. But engaging with that feeling of loss can improve the life experience of the worker and lessen the organizational struggles that come with those losses. When you implement a change in your organization, such as wearing more PPE, many of your employees are thinking this new system is going to make their job harder for the same amount of pay. Are we sympathizing with that feeling of loss that they are going through, or do we just expect all the science behind respirators to be good enough factual data to enforce the change? Humans are deeper than the science. Humans think about change, they feel change, and then behave based on how they think and feel. But they have to wear a respirator, right? I can't just look the other way when they forget to wear their respirator, right? Right. In the simplest of the shallow layer of our limbic brain, that is true. But in the deeper layers of who we are, there are two things going on here. One, a sympathy for the loss our people are going through. Two, a new set of rules that you want your people to follow. So first, we have to start by showing sympathy to the loss to let them know that we give a crap about them. That is always step one of influence, to show people that you actually care and feel for your people. You feel the loss with them. That caring, if it is truly genuine, opens the door for getting people to adapt to a new set of safety rules. After we sympathize with the loss, we sell the new set of rules to the employee by focusing on the benefits to them, not the organization. What's in it for them? That should be our focus, not what's in it for the company. There are so many unknowns here, but as a simplistic example, the respirator is to help protect your grandma you may see next weekend. Not, we are going to get OSHA fines or get in trouble with the general contractor if we don't follow these rules. When selling these new requirements, these changes that make the worker's job harder for the same amount of pay, these changes are interpreted as loss in their minds. Always focus on the benefits to them 
not the company. We must also not just tolerate failure, but embrace failure as our teacher along the way. Change is never smooth. It's messy and painful. But every failure you experience is teaching you something valuable. We must view failure as our teacher instead of some nasty thing to avoid. We are living in the blue line. Errors will occur frequently during this cultural shift we are going through. But each error, each little failure, is teaching you something on how to prevent a future occurrence. Maybe it's teaching you something simple, like how you distribute respirators to the worker. Maybe it's teaching you something about the type of respirators you give to your people. But those failures, those errors, they're always teaching you something. The blue line is always teaching you something. You can choose to see the shallow layer of a human making a mistake, or you can look deeper into the teachable moment that failure is gifting you with. From there, you can look at the systems you have in place and potentially modify them to help the worker with these new changes that they're navigating and help you as you manage these new changes. The blue line is not just the worker behavior. It is also the systems we implement to comply with these new requirements. It would be foolish to believe that our first attempts at complying with these new rules would be a perfect gold star worthy performance. Not only is the worker going to experience little failures in these changing times, management will also experience little failures with the policies we put out. To adapt and excel in these changing times, we have to embrace the failures that come with them. Our policies on paper will not be perfect. They will need to be tweaked as we move along. We will continually learn how to best manage these changes if we keep the growth mindset. Our workers will also continually adapt and get better if we show them genuine sympathy for what they are going through. We have to embrace failure as our teacher. Most people don't view failure that way. Most people see failure as this bad, negative thing. The truth is failure is a blessing. The most successful people in this world don't view failure as something they must avoid at all costs. They view failure as their friend. They view failure as their teacher. Change also requires patience. And that's so tough in this right now culture we live in. People overestimate what can happen in the short term and underestimate what can happen in the long term. There is this strange paradox that comes with time. Days can be so long, but years fly by. In the middle of a workday, the struggle adapting to these changes can feel like time is standing still. But five years from now, these challenges of adapting to these new changes will seem like a distant memory. Leaders view time differently. The hard work you do today is an investment 
in tomorrow. We must be patient to see the results of our efforts play out. But the paradox is, you will see major change if you just stick with it and look through a five-year-old lens. The deeper truth is that life happens in the now. If my mind is so focused on getting to that point in the future where everyone is complying and the policies are ironed out and everything is at the new version of normal, then I'm missing so much of what is happening right now. I'm missing the opportunity to engage my people's emotions that is happening now. I'm missing the opportunity to show them that I genuinely care about the loss they are feeling, that they are experiencing now. I'm missing opportunities to truly influence that exist now in this present moment. Another thing, anything great in this world is born from a place where the world is telling you that won't work. This tells us that you should expect judgment and resistance in these changing times. People always judge what they don't understand. The more people understand something, the less judgmental they become. Some people are going to judge your engagement of people's emotions. Some will judge your sympathy with the loss employees feel, and others will judge your forgiveness for the mistakes employees make while adapting to these new blue line rules and changes. Whatever your efforts are, they will be judged. But remind yourself, that's just someone who doesn't get it yet. It doesn't mean that they are right with any resistance to what you are trying to accomplish. It just means that they don't understand. So expect resistance, expect judgment, and ignore it as much as possible. Most often, the criticism is just someone who doesn't understand the big picture of what it is that you are doing. Leadership is always about the big picture view, the human element combined with the circumstances, the new rules, all these things are just individual components within a much larger picture. Not everyone will see that big picture. So ignore the judgment and the criticism that come your way, knowing that it is coming from a shallow understanding of what you are doing. But do the same for others. When you notice yourself judging what others do, refocus on gaining more understanding of why their behaviors make sense to them. We are all in this together. We are all in the same boat. Whatever challenges these new changes bring to you, I hope you all see them as opportunities to grow, lead, and influence the people around you. Change is hard. Change is loss. But change is also a new beginning filled with opportunity. If you learned something valuable today, please share it with others. For more information, head over to leaderthink.com.